Bismillah, walhamdulillah, wassalatu wassalamu ala rasulillah. They say just as our bodies need nourishment to survive, our souls need to be nourished as well. But the question is, how often do we feed our souls? Welcome to Soul Food, a podcast about spiritual refinement. My name is Amjad Tarsin and I invite you to embark with me on this journey inward to work on our souls. Assalamu alaikum and welcome to episode 17 of Soul Food titled Mercy. In this episode, we're going to talk about the 100 mercies that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala created. We're going to look at verses from the Quran on Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's mercy. And then lastly, we're going to talk about hope and fear. And in the last episode, we talked about having hope in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And the way that we establish that hope is through taking the means through acts of obedience and goodness. And when we look at Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's revelation and the words of the Messenger وسلم, and we look at how Allah informs us of His mercy and how the Messenger of Allah informs us of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's mercy, that helps us establish a sound sense of hope in Allah. A hope that helps us compel ourselves and encourages us to draw closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and that it saves us from falling into just wishful thinking and not properly establishing that hope in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's mercy. So then, as Shaykh Abu Bakr bin Salim, may Allah be well pleased with him, says in Miftahu Sara'ir that the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wasallam tells us that Allah the Exalted created 100 mercies. He created 100 portions of mercy placing one of them in the world between a mother and her child and between animals. By this one portion, they show one another compassion and mercy. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He reserved 99 mercies with Him. That 99 mercies are with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And this hadith is narrated by Imam Ahmad and Al-Hakim. So it shows us that the love a mother has for her child the sacrifice, the care, the mercy, this amazing and beautiful manifestation of compassion and the way that even animals and all created beings in this world show compassion and mercy to one another is all from this one portion of mercy. And on the day of resurrection, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala restores that one portion of mercy and adds it back to the 99 mercies. And that is what is manifested on the day of resurrection. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, when He tells us His names and attributes, He begins the Qur'an with His names, Ar-Rahman and Ar-Rahim, the All-Merciful and the Most Merciful. And that is a reminder for us that we should turn to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We should seek His mercy and His generosity. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala also tells us of His beloved Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa alihi wa sahbihi wa sallam who was sent to all of humanity and to the jinn that Allah says, وَمَا أَرْسَلْنَاكَ إِلَّا رَحْمَةً لِلْعَالَمِينَ that we have sent you, O Prophet, only as a mercy for all of creation. Only as a mercy to all the worlds, which means all of creation. So Allah is telling us that He is the All-Merciful. His beloved messenger sallallahu alayhi wa was sent as a mercy. 
And we also know that one of the greatest manifestations of Allah's mercy manifests through the Prophet Muhammad on the day of resurrection, which is known as the greatest intercession. When the Prophet prostrates beneath Allah's throne and he praises Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and he asks Allah for mercy for his ummah. He says, Ummati, Ummati, my ummah, my ummah. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala manifests an amazing mercy. And people are entered into paradise in large numbers. And even those who are granted paradise are granted higher levels in paradise through the shafa'ah, through the intercession of the Prophet so all of this is to inspire us to turn to Allah with love and yearning. So this brings us to the next point. Verses from the Qur'an on Allah's mercy. As Shaykh Abu Bakr bin Salam mentions a couple of verses from the Qur'an on Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's mercy that Allah says in Surah An-Nisa, وَمَا يَفْعَلُ اللَّهُ بِعَذَابِكُمْ إِنْ شَكَرْتُمْ وَآمَنْتُمْ وَكَانَ اللَّهُ شَاكِرًا عَلِيمًا why should Allah punish you if you are grateful and faithful? In other words, what is Allah going to do with punishing you if you are grateful and you have iman? Allah is ever appreciative, all-knowing. In other words, when you obey Allah and you worship Him, that He will express, He will manifest His mercy upon you. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in another verse, Surely your Lord is vast in forgiveness. And that we have to always turn back to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We have to always have a good opinion of Him and place our hope and trust in Him subhanahu wa ta'ala. And even when we make mistakes, even when we slip up, even if a person does something that's egregious, something that they are totally ashamed of and they feel that they're too filthy to turn back to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, that is precisely the moment that you need to turn back to Allah. We always need Allah. But that is a moment where a person should use that feeling and channel it into turning back to Allah with brokenness and with complete poverty and need. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala loves those who constantly turn back to Him in repentance. Allah yuhibbud tawwabin. Allah loves those who are penitent and who turn to Him in repentance. So this brings us to the final point, hope and fear. How do we balance these two? As Shaykh Abu Bakr bin Salim, rahimahullah, he then says, Know that two men worshipped Allah the Exalted, one on the basis of fear and the other on the basis of hope. So they both engaged in worship but one on the basis of fear, out of fearing Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and the other out of hope and yearning. He says, the one with hope was superior. The one with hope was superior. Why? Because Allah, the exalted, is generous. Because Allah is kareem. He is generous subhanahu wa ta'ala. So both hope and fear are important. And they're like two wings on a bird. You need both of them to be able to fly. And they're both virtues that are connected to one another. Fear keeps you away from tamanni. It keeps you away from just having wishful thinking. 
and it helps us actually distance ourselves from sins and not become too comfortable with that. And hope propels you to engage in obedience, that you want the highest levels with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And both of them are necessary. But if one of them had to be greater than the other, then it should be hope. Because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is generous. And Allah loves for someone to turn to Him willingly and to worship Him happily and with contentment. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala loves that. And through hope, people attain nearness to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. They attain true nearness to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So this brings us to the call to action. The call to action is based on a hadith and a dua from the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa alihi wa sahbihi wa sallam that a man came to the Messenger of Allah جَاءَ رَجُلٌ إِلَى النَّبِيِّ صَلَى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمُ فَقَالَ So this man came to the Messenger of Allah and he was in a state of fear and he was crying and he said, what great sins, what great sins I have. He said that two or three times. So the Messenger of Allah said to him, say the following dua. Allahumma maghfiratuka awsa' min dhunubi. O Allah, your forgiveness is more immense and vaster than my sins. Wa rahmatuka arja indi min amali. And I have more hope in your mercy than in my own actions. So it's a beautiful dua. So the man said the dua. The Prophet said, repeat it. So the man repeated it. Then the Prophet said a third time, repeat it. So then the man repeated it, and then the Prophet said, قُمْ قَدْ غَفَرَ اللَّهُ لَكَ Rise, stand up and go on your way. Allah has forgiven you. So this is a beautiful dua that really teaches us about Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's mercy. And the call to action is to say this dua. And it will be included in the show notes. اللَّهُمَّ مَغْفِرَتُكَ أَوْسَعْ مِنْ ذُنُوبِ Oh Allah, your forgiveness is more immense than my sins, greater than my sins. No matter what a created being does, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's forgiveness is infinite. If He grants it, if Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wills that He grants it, it will overcome the worst of sins. And I have more hope in your mercy than I do in my own actions. I establish these actions out of obedience to you, but my hope is in your mercy, not in my actions. So we should say this dua and hope for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's mercy. We ask Allah that He gazes upon us in these blessed nights and that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala removes all of our sins and that Allah grants us the highest levels of nearness and love and contentment. Innahu akramul akrameen wa arhamul rahimeen wa sallallahu ta'ala ala sayyidina Muhammad wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'een walhamdulillahi rabbil alameen. Thank you for listening to Soul Food. To subscribe to the show, visit soulfood.fm or search for Soul Food in your favorite podcast player. And while you're there, take a minute to leave us a rating and a review. It helps more people discover the show.